0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGen Gamescoop. Happy Scoop Year. I'm Damon Hatfield, and joining me today are Tina Amini.
1: Happy Scoop Year. I like that.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> Sam Claiborne.
2: Yeah, Happy Scoop Year, everybody. I'll take that one, too.
0: And Justin Davis. The happy Scoop Year to you all. <laughs> and we've got a great show for you uh, this week, first show of the new year. Uh, it's a really good time to sort of look ahead at the, the year to come. All the, the big games we're excited to play this year. We need to talk about whether or not there's going to be an E3 this year. That's still a big question mark that we don't know, even though uh, we're already deep into January. But first, uh, over the little holiday break, I finished. I beat Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. Who else has finished the campaign? (coughs) Me. Me. So you if
3: all three of you beat it, you can explain the story, right? Like we all are really no. clear on what
1: happened. <laughs> well, Listen, Justin, this was in 2021. I have no idea anymore. It's been a whole year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> last
2: year. Yeah, I don't remember anything from last year. However, mm-hmm. I do. I can say that there was a cliffhanger in the end. So I don't know if the story really concludes. Right.
0: Oh, you yeah. just grab
2: talking
0: hook about off the, that um, cliff. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about <laughs> the one. like? There's a post-credits scene. Is that what you mean? You're referring to?
3: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. There's also a legendary
2: post-credits scene. Mm. That's right. I did Although not. Oh, I read it about Legendary. that.
1: I read about that online, and it seemed remark like really similar to the the standard one that you get. Like it effectively gives you the same story setup.
2: Inconsequential. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's not like in like an end of, of reach, or, or so. they
2: just like. Sorry. Nothing. You go. Oh, in the end of reach, they're like, and here's Master Chief. Finally, he wasn't in the whole <laughs> game. It's it, it, oh, you have to beat on Legendary to see that. It's so silly.
0: Well, I did end up really liking Halo Infinite, one of my favorite games of last year. If I'd finished it in time, definitely would have been nominated for a Damie. Um, I think I liked, if, if there's anything that bothered me, and maybe, Tina, you mentioned this, because you you had beaten it before, right?
1: No, I actually also okay. uh, beat it over the break, the last okay. few missions, yeah.
0: Well, there's just uh, there's a long segment at the end where you're not in the open world anymore, right? You're mm-hmm. just sort of it's it's funneling you along through the end of the game, and that section is actually pretty big. And then the game's over, and you're set loose to go back into the open world again. But at that point, my motivation is kind of gone. So I definitely yeah. didn't finish everything you could do in the open world.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say the well, worst off was Sam because he literally finished everything you could do in the open world. So it's like, why would I? Why would I open world anymore?
2: Oh, just yeah, what's to do? That's, r- doing That's right. Thing. I was telling Tina about this. It actually, it's it has like a little like uh, you know a little dialogue moment about basically pointing you like now you have so much more to do like it's a kind yes. of a hint at that yeah. and i was a hundred percent and I, <laughs> I, I i could have gone back but there's some things you can miss right so i wanted to make sure so i played it in that order and so then they dumped me back in the open world and i was like oh is there more stuff to do and there was like absolutely no more to do yeah. <laughs> that's impressive that you 100 did it seriously well well, thank you. Uh, it, it was really it was really di- it, well, it did take a long time. It was really difficult. I don't I don't know if it was as rewarding as I wanted it to be. But I did get to see some cool elements of the map that I didn't realize were there. Things that they like really stuffed, like kind of like under the map and like in like weird, really tall and really under the map areas. Things that like that's what that open world, you know, I think could have been um mm-hmm. and and will be at some point i'm sure like i'm sure there's going to be an amazing halo game someday based on the just the inkling of halo and open world i was like this works it's
0: great yeah yeah i liked it a lot uh i did not find a single skull i don't know what that says but, <laughs> but you'll, no
3: you'll never find them if you're not explicitly yeah. hunting for them they're, they're not like stumble upon mm. uponable stumble uponable
1: stumble uponable a word yeah, this I tried to happened. grapple hook to, like, some conspicuous locations and figuring I might find some, and then I just kind of gave up. So I didn't find anything my entire playthrough either. Well.
2: I think that's exactly, I found one from doing that, just doing, like, I used I used a guide to get almost all of them except for uh, two. But one of them was exactly that. It was like, oh, let me just get to the high point that looks like you can't get to. And one of those cases, it's like a tower early on. and like mm-hmm. Sure enough, find a skull. But, like, um, uh, there's another one which is, like, really out in the open. It's just really near hard enemies. Like um um and uh you, it's just you know it's just kind of there. What's funny is that if you go past it, it appears on your map as a skull. So like that'll happen, and then you have to like figure out if it like up or you know because there's no elevation cues on the map. Um, yeah. So that makes it really difficult still. But I really
0: like that. Yeah. Anyway, loved it. Great game. Uh, did anyone else play anything of note over their break?
1: Started playing Wordle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's playing Wordle apparently. <laughs> I haven't played uh, that I,
3: one. I still play Forza Horizon five. There's mm-hmm. new challenges nice. every single week. I still complete them every single week. I think I've done eight or nine, no, eight weeks worth now. And it's so clever because there's these weekly challenges that sort of drip feed you rewards. But then it each week also sort of feeds up into a monthly like pyramid of like meta like if you complete each four weeks and you get like some supercar at the end of the month or something like that. So you gotta keep that streak going. Yeah. Got him it's the best and there's new ones there's new ones tonight so I I alternate between um, Halo and Forza and that's just become my gaming life now which is you know the exact same I was saying same thing I was saying before the holiday break but it's still true yeah
0: well, then let's take a look, uh, a little bit ahead. And, uh, this is consider this sort of your big 2022 gaming preview. Uh, it's curated. I'm not going to do an exhaustive list of every single game that's coming out. Uh, but games that I think will be interesting to at least someone, uh, one of the Omega cops this month. Uh, not a lot coming out this month, but in a couple of weeks, we do get Nobody Saves the World. If everybody remembers that one, I think that was announced at Gamescom and it's the next one from Drinkbox uh guacamole devs and it's like a top-down action rpg uh where you i think you you, you start as like a blank nobody person then you can absorb different powers in order to do different things i don't know anything
3: about yeah. that game it sounds great you don't remember I that never one? i don't remember when it wasn't like i completely missed it whenever it was announced i just watched mm-hmm. the trailer for it um today because oh, yeah. it's coming it's coming day one to game pass which uh um,
0: oh i missed yeah. that that's awesome that's great news yeah. yeah
3: and it well i mean sort of but it's also like I don't know. Did, that, did they not have faith that like, they'd be able to sell copies of it? But it is really mm-hmm. great news to get the game in the hands of more people. And then um, mm-hmm. Guacamele, I never played two, but one was so great. Like yeah. the developer has such a great uh, pedigree that, um, you know, yeah, I think that's a really high profile indie coming out this month. I'm excited. Yeah. That
0: one's out uh, January 18th. And then one month after that, we get uh, Horizon Forbidden West, probably the first really big game of the year, first big exclusive. Um, I'm, I'm you missed excited. Sifu. Well okay. Yeah, sure. You're excited You're for that excited
1: one? About it? I yeah, it was fun as hell. I
0: guess I don't know enough about that one to be excited no. yet.
1: It's, it's got kind of like not remotely at all, but kind of has like my uh, my friend Pedro vibes, just a, like the, the general like action of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll I think we'll a couple of us will like that one. Comes out yeah. February eighth.
2: Okay. February eighth I mean glossing over an open world Pokemon game, I think, is a little bit
1: <laughs> Well, this Stress. is Omega just, specific. It. You don't think now, I'm, I'm
2: going to play the heck out of that. I played like, Breath of the Wild for 50 hours over this break. I'm, I'm ready like, for another open world well, Nintendo game.
0: You, you're, you're starving me, Sam, because I'm like an energy vampire for the commercials. to the say, I can't believe they didn't mention Pokemon. <laughs> like, Good. Yes. Good. I'm yes. glad yes. I'm fulfilling the hunger. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and then Dying Light, too, is another like potential open world game that can be really cool. Did you play the original Dying Light? No, but John Ryan's been talking my ear off about it, and I mm. think it sounds good. New <laughs> mm. one?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably, I don't know. I don't know about Dying Light for me. No. Uh, no, I didn't play the first one. The Dead Island games didn't do anything for me. Not really. You love Dead Island. Come on. I remember. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, <laughs> probably okay, well, can we, can we mention Horizon Forbidden West now? Yeah, I've never yes. heard of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's been a long, I feel like it's been a long time coming. Is everyone still excited for another horizon? Sure. Maybe one of
1: the bigger games at the top (laughs) of the year. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, I feel like I need to go back. I never finished the original, um, and I didn't, I didn't dislike it, but like we, I think we've talked about on the show over the years. I just moved on to Zelda, like a lot of gamers did. And so I kind of want to go back and, and go through the original, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really have like the energy or like heart to do that. So um, we'll see. Like Maybe I will. Like The sequel looks so gorgeous, and I do have yeah. a PS5. So maybe I'll just uh, watch some story recap and jump right into the new one.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'll have time to play through the first one uh, again, but uh, you know, I never finished it. But there's a, there's an official strategy guide for Horizon, and I I like the idea of just getting that and playing through mm-hmm. you know, the whole game with the guide. Yeah. I just the don't know if I'll one. have time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
1: everyone was How? replaying, what was it, sometime last year when they did a, um, some kind of like resolution frame rate upgrade? Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to because I also never finished the game, uh, but it's such a time sink, such an investment, so I might just skip over to, to, the, to the sequel too. Yeah,
2: big game. I, I beat the original, mm-hmm. um, played a lot, like I didn't 100% that game. Um, I, you know, I definitely finished the story and everything like that, uh, which, is, which I think the story part of it was actually pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- this game has a lot of room for growth and I can't tell if it's going to grow in the directions that interest me. And so I'm not oh, I'm, you know, my I'm temperately excited about I'm tempering my, my excitement about it. But um, what I did like was the bigger combat moments um, mm-hmm. taking down like creatures that weren't necessarily main path creatures. Um, <laughs> that was really fun. And then I liked um, how it looked. It was just pretty and there was like good parts mm-hmm. of it. And I liked the, the kind of the, the beauty in the post apocalypse as opposed to like the gray gritty post apocalypse mm-hmm. of fallout for, for example so that's nice but like there was a there's a lot in that game which f- feels like assassin's creed you know 2013 to me like and i, I think assassin's creed has really pulled away from what assassin's creed was and so uh and especially after playing halo with like the movement in that game and like how cool it was yeah. to use a grappling hook around environment like that's the kind of stuff where like is this game going to be running around finding a path up the side of a mountain because you can't get up there any other way mm-hmm. you know just kind of like Going from from place like doing fetch quests, like that stuff is just not really holding my attention anymore. So it can be all those things and still be really enjoyable for me because like, I like this other stuff, but room for improvement.
3: Sure. How how happy do you, do you think they are that uh Breath of the Wild
2: is not coming out in Q one? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but there's a Pokemon that's pretty rough. Yeah. Mm, but it's not the same day and date. Yeah. And I know that's a different audience in a lot of people's minds, but boy, a lot of people came up with Pokemon that will still go back and play a Pokemon that's different in 3D space now instead of kind of a
0: remake. The other really big one in February is Elden Ring, of course. Mm -hmm. We've talked before, we're not, I don't think anyone here is a huge Soulsborne fan, but I think we're interested in this game and want to check it out. I like the big tree. Yeah, I mean, I I really like I I don't find the
3: imagery dude. the comments are going to be so mad. I think that (laughs) the Dark Souls games just don't look that interesting to me visually. And this game is really visually arresting and um, unique. And the key art in it, I think, really does the game a lot of favors and um, draws my eye a lot more. Like I'm a lot more willing to give it a chance that and sort of it's more open ended nature makes me a lot more interested than I've been in in some of the other souls like games.
4: Hmm.
0: But that's kind of it for February. And remember six months ago when everything was coming out in February? Right. But everything got like delayed and moved back. Yep. Um, getting into March, there's Grand Treesmo 7 on March 4th, another big exclusive for Sony. But another game coming out the same day that's a little bit more my speed is Triangle Strategy. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. From Square Enix. They dropped the project. Yep. It's just Triangle Strategy that's now. So funny. Uh, and then Sam, what's out on March sixteenth? I have no idea. Tune it.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I oh. finally got a date. That's yeah. finally coming out. It's finally coming out. I would love to see you a little bit later in that game sort of that you know first kind of pyramid that we've all played and seen a whole a, a whole lot of times. But uh, yeah. man, like what a cool like little Zelda clone. And I, you know people that played Death Door, I think will uh, like this game a lot because it has a similar.
0: Yeah, maybe a little bit more Tiny colorful. Cute animal yeah.
1: protagonist, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Animal protagonist, Zelda-like,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, no. but color is a big deal. That's true.
0: Yeah, I don't, and I don't, I don't know how combat-focused tunic will end up being, or if it's a little bit more mm. Zelda puzzly. I don't know. Tina, what's out on March twenty-fifth?
1: Uh, I don't know. Is it the Steam Deck? Because I feel like we glossed over that one.
0: <laughs> it's not the Steam. Oh, Deck. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, does does the Steam Deck was, it seem to have a is date? Is
1: Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Yes, yes it okay,
0: is Tiny Tina's Tiny Tina's Wonderland.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, Borderlands, but, and it's my name, so it had to be that one. <laughs> well, also you
0: like Borderlands, right?
1: <laughs> I do. I'm a little bit fatigued on it. Um, yeah. But Tiny Tina seems like it's taking it in a different bit of a different mm-hmm. direction, and she's an interesting character. And Ashley Birch is pretty cool, so we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, I played so much borderlands 2 and finish it but i got bored with borderlands 3 real fast
1: exactly yeah, yeah exactly to be fair i like am less social with borderlands uh just coincidentally than i was with one and two so mm-hmm. that could definitely have an impact with it
0: sure but did i miss the steam deck does it actually have a, a date that it's shipping mm.
1: no it, i think it's just q1, just q1 right yeah. now okay. yeah.
0: yeah it's
3: february march right maybe I've yeah something
1: no, it was definitely something like that. And obviously everybody has their own, um, shipping date based on like where in line they are.
3: So there's got-
2: <laughs> that, and the I'm play date. That- yeah. And the play date, the well, play dates so- coming- yeah, it barely missed its window because of the supply issue. Huh? Yeah. They, they had that battery issue
0: and delayed mm-hmm. the product, but it's weird. Cause um, we, we reviewed it, Seth reviewed it. Right. Yeah. Or oh, was it just it- a preview? Oh, no, he you- just
3: did
2: a preview of
0: it. Okay. I think he just preview.
3: did a hands-on preview. Okay um which I, I i don't know if it's like the complete final hardware or you know whether they're still making tiny tweaks to it
2: and i think it had fewer games but they promised Ol- more and stuff like that right only a few of the games yeah yeah that's yeah that's a neat little system um one thing on borderlands i'm just really happy they they're veering so far off uh, the borderlands course potentially because mm-hmm. that would be exactly what would get me back in because i feel the same way as you both um i hope it's kind of like a you know like a Make a send up of open world RPGs and that'd be if it's clever, that'd be really fun mm-hmm. with guns.
0: Sure. Clever with guns. <laughs> uh Justin, what's out on April 8th? Oh, I don't know, man. I have no idea. you should. What's a care.
1: Justin game? It's gotta be a you, Justin game. You
0: should because you
3: own the you used to run a fan site. Oh, is it but is it the Advance Wars remake?
0: Yeah. The Advance cool. Wars one and two, what reboot camp, I think is what it's called
3: yeah i really i really disliked the art style of this remake until i looked at it more closely and um what's missing or not apparent until you take a deeper look at it is that the the everything is deliberately plasticky to look like old toys like Mm -hmm. old diorama ish Mm -hmm. images like i i originally thought it was just kind of bad polygonal art but um now it's actually stylized in a way that um uh i think is is more attractive looking than than its first impression made it out to be and man advanced wars one and two are so so great so excited to have these games uh getting in the hands of a new generation and i hope it's a big hit and i hope it means we can get a new advanced game
0: it's it's cool uh in the first few months of the year we get both triangle strategy and advanced Wars one and two reboot
2: I predict that uh, 20 levels into each of those games, there will be an unbeatable level that everybody will stop on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can dig up my old, I think Advance Wars is like the only game guide I ever wrote in my life.
2: I don't know how hard the, the first Advance Wars was, but the the Advance Wars for DS was got very difficult.
3: Here's, I can give you a little bit of uh, real-time game help right now. The APCs, um, which are the troop loaders, like you load your trips, troops into them, Mm -hmm. um they're ai bait like if you send Uh. out an apc the ai will do anything to get (laughs) into range and kill it and then you can position other units to take out whatever tank or whatever you were trying to take out
0: interesting pro tip yep uh on april 28th is the first big xbox exclusive Mm -hmm. of the year
1: i know this one stalker 2
0: stalker 2 Okay. which I think I had a really impressive showing at E3 last year, but there, there yeah. isn't, doesn't seem to be a lot of just general excitement for it. Maybe, maybe that'll yeah, change just, as we get closer. It has no NFTs. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Shouldn't that be a positive? <laughs>
0: yeah, it
2: is. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a looker, right? Like it looks like it's a, a graphically yeah, it looks,
0: a, yeah. really intense game. I'm yeah, sorry. I never played the original soccer, but that E3 uh, showcase was really impressive in may we have another playstation 5 exclusive for spoken from square enix which is like yeah parkour with dragons or parkour with magic <laughs> magic how yeah. They, how they describe it <laughs> well we previewed it right <clears throat> um Did who, we? yeah who wrote that oh, preview yeah. for us
1: uh, i forget you're faster to google
0: <laughs> well it just, looks we'll great
1: though we've I definitely published lots of trailers
0: yeah,
3: I feel like the finished product, it's one of those games that could cut either way, but like I'm really intrigued by um sort of the fluid nature of what it looks like, how the combat system and movement works and sort of moving and casting spells on the go and sort of circling around your enemies. Um there's not actually that many games that feel like the way that I think that this game feels. I haven't played it, but like based off what I've seen. So um I'm I'm intrigued and that sort of allows it to punch higher up my wish list than it would have otherwise.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Like the first, um, the first showing of it, I, I actually thought it was a, a continuation of the unreal engine five mm. demo. Cause it seemed so yeah. similar in nature. Like you have this protagonist kind of flying through and it felt really, um, magical in that sense. So it looks cool.
0: Um, it, Matt Kim wrote the preview for us, but it was a hands-off preview.
1: There we so, go. That makes so.
0: sense. hard yeah. to get a good sense of how that, yeah. all that, that movement feels, but <laughs> so that's May 24th. And then that's it until August 23rd, as of today, in terms of release dates. August 23rd is Saints Row, mm-hmm. uh, which was supposed to be out in February, and I don't know. We'll see. That game has a an uphill battle uh, to get people excited for it. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region, where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. You,
4: you glossed over um i mean
3: i know it wasn't deliberate damon but the uh, the next gen patch for cyberpunk is coming hopefully
0: sometime in well, q1 i actually yeah, yeah. after i have a segment where uh, we'll go through the games that are expected that don't have a release I See. Date.
4: got it my so, mistake there's a plan
0: uh and then in october sometime in october is scorn which is another xbox exclusive mm-hmm. they confirmed last year they said coming october 2022 Oh Let's see how that one turns out.
2: Man, I yeah, that what, that was supposed to be like an Xbox launch game, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. Well it was at least one that was like shown off at one of their pre launch events. <sighs> and then of course, November eleventh, eleven eleven is Starfield. That's the latest release date we know of right now. Cool to have that to look forward to. Yep, Yeah. We can we'll be able to look forward to that all year long.
2: And without <laughs> having a release date, Breath of the
0: Wild 2 is a game coming out this year. That's what so now we can get so into that. So they say that's yeah now we can get into that although i do want to <laughs> notice it seems like it seems like playstation has the strongest start of the year because they've got uh horizon and Gran turismo 7 uh back to back in february and march uh nintendo and, and uh, xbox are being a little bit slower out the gate not until april when they have Advance wars and stalker 2 uh, for their first party exclusives but yeah lots of stuff that's expected this year bayonetta 3 it's mm. supposed to be mm. finally, finally coming at some point that's, this year. That's a Switch game, right? That's a yep. Switch game. Yeah. The uh the next gen uh versions of both Cyberpunk and The Witcher 3. Yeah. Are expected. That's
3: cool. I'm I I know I've said it on this show before, but I'm really excited. I you know, I deliberately stopped playing Cyberpunk because I was playing it in 1080p on an old-ish gaming PC. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really am enjoying this. I want to put it down and sort of enjoy it in all its glory. But at that time, like I thought, it's like oh, I'll be playing it in six months, and now it's like over a year <laughs> later. And so, um, I'm I'm super super excited to pick up and mm-hmm. reinstall that game on my PS5 and um, go through it in earnest. I mean, same thing I've said before. Like the criticism of the game is legitimate, but um, if you go into it with the right expectations of like mm-hmm. someone, like someone online was saying, like treat this game like a Bethesda game. Like <laughs> it's going to be kind of janky and kind of like not AAA polished, but like. Still incredible at what it's setting out to do. And like, I think with that mindset, um, cyberpunk just is, is such a, was even already a fantastic experience on PC last year that, um, you know, I hope, I, I, I hope CD project is able to kind of turn it around.
1: Mm. Yeah, agreed. And I actually think it's one of Keanu's best performances. You end up like they they teased before it came out that I think he has the second most lines of dialogue short of the protagonist, which makes sense, but mm. they did not lie about that. Like that was it's really in depth. There's a lot that you can go on side missions to get some kind of responses and reactions from his character, and I, I really like a lot of the characters and a lot of the story unfortunate that all the other stuff took away from it
2: he is a good mm-hmm. character you're absolutely right like his acting is awesome and he's like a really fun part of that game it's totally worth playing for his involvement um we cannot I totally say
0: play that on my ps5 i wouldn't say the same about uh his performance in matrix Resurrection. I know
2: that's immediately <laughs> what i was comparing to in my
0: mind and i don't know what happened there but
3: did that's a divisive that? one
0: did everyone yes. watch that by the way justin have you seen yeah. it
3: I got halfway through the Matrix Resurrections because I was trying to rewatch the trilogy Mm -hmm. and and Uh, then I turned it off and then it's (laughs) that movie like dude the defense force for those two sequels is now like no they're still terrible those two movies are terrible (laughs) and so that's what's anyway the short answer is no I'm I'm still trying to get through Resurrections Mm. before I watch the new
0: one Resurrections is the new one
3: no, sorry, the third one, whatever the third Revelations, original right. one, is, Revelations, I got yeah. halfway through that and turned it off and well, then that's stopping me from watching Resurrections.
0: I think Resurrections makes the previous sequels look better in hindsight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. wow. I, yeah, mean, I think so. I it's I actually terrible. kind of agree,
1: yeah. Because like I, I, went back. Um, I did the opposite of what you're doing, Justin. Just coincidentally, mm. the way that it worked out, that um, I'm not, I rewatched the f- original trilogy after I watched Resurrections, and having done it in that order, I was like, oh, actually, I, I think I'm re- misremembering how I felt about these because yeah. they're not as bad as I remember. Oh. Still, so lots of like pockets of really bad moments, um, but I think the agrees the, the reviews that I agree with the most um, have been like some good ideas but not entirely executed well or even like fleshed out all that much. And that's like, that's where Resurrections didn't really do it for me.
0: Yeah. It's like the, and we're getting lost in Resurrections here, but I (laughs) love, like, I love the original Matrix. The original Matrix is one of the greatest action movies ever made. So like the baseline, a Matrix sequel, like has to have good action in it and Resurrections just doesn't. It's not a good (laughs) action movie. Like even Reloaded, Justin, as Mm -hmm. as nonsense as that movie gets, it has amazing action scenes.
3: No, reloaded. Exactly. Reloaded is redeemable. It's the third one. is yeah. is just terrible. Yeah,
2: terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember it being that way. I, I thought the it, it, I, the dialogue is really bad too. It's not just the action. And it's like oh, even if yeah. even if you have good actors reprising these roles that, that a lot of people love, um, they just deliver some like real turkeys in that movie.
0: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> just aside. there'll be a, a next year version of cyberpunk uh, 2077 sometime this year and then horizon forbidden west grand turismo 7 are not the only uh big exclusives that sony has coming of course they've got god of war ragnarok of course game i'm mm-hmm. super 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 excited for and then they also well i guess we should probably talk about that, it that's a Ryan.
2: 22 that's a 22 game without a date also right yeah so you're saying mm-hmm. okay.
0: yeah yep yeah. um I, I assume everyone's super excited for this one
2: yeah, I mean, yep. I'm not excited for the Breath of the Wild 2 versus God of War 2 arguments at the end of the year.
1: <laughs> well, that, that's but, if that's like, you know, any of them don't get delayed in the process. So we'll or next that. year.
2: If they both get delayed, <laughs> yeah. then we'll have the same that's damn really, argument.
0: That's a really interesting scenario, which I'd, I'd actually want to mm. do some research to see how often this happens when sequels to Game of the Year, previous Game of the Year winners end up coming oh. out in the same year mm. and have to sort of go up against each other. <laughs> I, I Portal 2, f- Mass Effect 2? Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's um, right.
0: Right. But I, think so. did, I don't think the original Portal won game of the year. That's true. No. It wouldn't have. I remember you know, Orange Box being an argument.
3: Yeah. I mean, we really like my thing about Ragnarok is we really don't know that much about it, honestly. Like, you know, they've kind of showed it off once, uh, kind of in brief. Like, we've never had any deep dives yet. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying this as a negative. It's like, okay, like, I know what I'm getting into. Like, let's go. I'm on board yeah. no matter what. But, um, yeah. Like, it remains to be seen, is this just kind of more of the same, which would be okay because of how good the original is, or is it actually trying to build on it and layer on new systems and more depth and, and, you know, kind of more everything? Like, we we don't know yet. Um, But, goodness gracious, I cannot
0: wait. Yeah, I played through all of the original again last year, uh, and I couldn't be more excited for more God of War. There's also Ghostwire Tokyo, delayed into this year.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Maybe it was originally supposed to be like an October 2021 release. Spooky Halloween season, so maybe they'll mm-hmm. stick to that. I don't know. Tina, I think maybe you've said before you were excited for that one.
1: Oh yeah, it's right up my alley. Okay. Um, you know, that kind of like set in Japan, horror, but a lot of um trippy supernatural uh fiction in there too. It's a perfect setting for me.
0: And then do we think Warner Brothers will really deliver both Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad this no. year? both it
2: seems unlikely to me and like mm-hmm. what well, it, but it'd be amazing i'd take one though i'd love to play both
0: those games yeah and then but suicide squad is the only one that's like next gen only right gotham knights is cross gen yeah so i think we'd expect gotham one knights for, this year i would think so um yeah. okay breath of the wild 2 finally yeah i don't know what there what what else there is to say about this this well did you wh- see the patent <laughs> research on it no
2: yeah the, the, there's just some cool stuff that came out that's like Nintendo did some patents, and they were about, like, they actually had to do with gameplay, which is like a controversial topic, like patenting gameplay. Um, but, like, you know, they're kind of like showing that, like, what the, you know, you have the four skills in the first one, uh, yeah, and whatever, magnesis and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, you, uh, Uh, In this one, one of them is like shifting through walls and, you know, whatever limits that is and however you extend it, that's like kind of what this patent was showing. And it was Mm -hmm. like, you get to the top of climbing something and then you can just like zip diagonally through the the rest of the mountain to get to the top, like stuff like that. And again, like that's like them thinking about traversal and like Mm -hmm. let's build an open world, but like make it, make it you know fun to get around in a different way. I love that stuff. And then, you know, there's all these hints at it being like very vertical and having some kind of sky loft like thing mm-hmm. and so again like you know can you uh get to that area easily and then float down and i love that part of you know the towers in the first game so that's like expanding on on what makes breath of the wild great and those little tidbits have me so incredibly excited mm-hmm. what do uh, you think it's interesting as
4: well
0: yeah that's true uh it's interesting that nintendo hasn't given it a name a, fin- a name like or at least hasn't yeah.
2: Because the name has some I kind of spoiler in it. Yeah. Which which is like, you know, you, you still have to give it at some point. So it's just, it's pretty interesting. It must be tied to a gameplay reveal or a trailer that they really want to reveal it in or something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's also Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah, yeah. Post-apocalyptic Kirby. Post-apocalyptic Kirby, which I think they've said is spo- supposed to be out in the spring. Also a little open-worldy, I think, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And remember, do you ever remember Lego? The Lego Skywalker Saga,
4: yeah, is yeah, still not it's out.
0: I think that's well, also expected in the spring.
3: And like by all I mean, accounts, yeah. I I think where there's like preview coverage, like it sounds incredible, right? Like the ultimate Lego game and the and the you know ultimate uh, version of what Traveler's Tales has been building to for decades. And like, mm. unfortunately, it's tied to this nobody cares about the skywalker saga right like well I mean, people yeah. love star wars but yeah. like you know the sequel yeah. trilogy left such a bad taste in people's mouths that like <laughs> yeah i don't know i i hope that that game is as good as like the hype and build up is sort of indicating that it is and then um you know i hope that travelers tales gets to enjoy the
4: success that they've earned
2: yeah it's I, at least all nine movies so it's like yeah. some
0: people like yeah. something in there that's true um and then there's also mario plus rabbits 2 so like there's a lot of Nintendo oh, yeah. exclusives coming this year. Oh, and that's I mean, another sounds amazing. It's another turn-based strategy game for the Switch. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Marvel's Black Suns or Midnight, Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be out in this uh, in the spring, got delayed into the yeah. back half of the year.
4: Yeah.
0: That sounds awesome. Um and uh, speaking of games that are still not out, The Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. From Ubisoft is still not out. Womp womp. Also like something from
2: Ubisoft that's from one of their four mainline series has got to come about, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I, I guess I
0: didn't mention Rainbow Six Extraction is uh, this month actually. And uh, is coming to Game Pass day one. That's cool. I'm excited for Lord of the Rings Gollum. Oh yeah. I missed that one. i um, they, they given an anything sort of, Lord of the Rings. Have they given any sort of indication when, when that might be released?
2: There is like yeah. gameplay finally yeah. at the end of last year, which yeah. is a good sign. I remember that. I'm hoping it's this. Year. I don't think I, they I have imagine.
1: a release date. Yeah.
0: I believe Redfall from Bethesda. Oh yeah, uh, is is expected in the summer. I want to say yeah. that that's mm-hmm. going to be their summer release. Mm-hmm. Which you know we haven't oh, seen yeah. we haven't seen any gameplay, but it's a cool premise. You know, uh, squad based open world vampire combat. Uh, Splatoon three is another. Uh, Switch exclusive. Also another post-apocalyptic game. That's true. What's
3: going on at Nintendo? Are they okay? Nintendo, yeah. (laughs) Confirmed Golem
1: is supposed to come out this year. Or it was supposed to come out in 2021 and then they delayed it to 2022, but there's no vague even window or anything. Looks like.
0: Three smaller games I want to call out. Uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Mm -hmm. The spiritual sequel to the original TMNT arcade game this looks amazing i can't wait to play that and what other stray remember the cat, That's the game where you're a, a cat, cat you're a cat, cat. You're in a mm-hmm. cyberpunk world or something right yep 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 yep. and then super dame game metal slug tactics yeah it's coming to switch yeah. PC this year
2: all right that's too much tactical rpg for the i was
0: gonna say i was, i i'm just gonna i'm sorry sam I'm sorry, there's That's so much turn-based much. game. Oh, I'm not as here. offended
2: by those as as card games. Um, <laughs> but, you know, one a year, come
0: on. <laughs> Let's year. save these up. Let's spread these out a little bit, humanity. <laughs> um, Sam, is the Intellivision Amico going to be released this year? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a name I haven't earned in a long time. <laughs> uh, or the, the the Atari came out, right? Atari's out. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I I held and played that 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 game in the system, and it's like you know a funny little novelty thing. But like, man, there's not a market for that
0: really at all. No, no there really isn't. And the other big unknown is: is there going to be an E3 this year? Well, not an in-person <laughs> oh, one. Definitely not an in-person one. They announced that just today. It's so sad. But they I've, I've, they stopped short of announcing an uh, like an online event like they had last year
1: I mean, yeah, so um the deal with that is uh we've actually been doing some digging in the background. Uh our reporter Rebecca Valentine has been asking around about it cuz you know normally we would have heard something about this at this point and partners meaning like you know all of the big publishers that um participate with ESA like would have heard a little bit more concrete details at this time of year mm-hmm. um, cuz we we tend to work on this stuff like well in advance yeah. uh including considering like how large a presence we normally have around the show too. Um So it's been weirdly quiet um, and Rebecca's been digging around and hearing from some anonymous sources of ours that it's been uh, it's it's been weird. And uh, it's not it's it's certainly not a normal year, but they weren't able to get any confirmation on is there going to be a digital plan? What are those digital plans going to look like? So it's very uncertain right now. And we asked the ESA for a follow up to the statement that they initially issued to us. And they basically said they just couldn't confirm it at this time. So that that, you know. Makes it a little bit more precarious of a situation for 2022, so we'll see. But they say that they have incoming announcements soon.
0: Yeah, what did they say? They said, we remain incredibly excited about the future of E3 and look forward to announcing more details soon.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, future leaves it pretty open. Is that 2022 future or is that, like, 2023 future?
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all four of us have been to many E3s. I don't mm-hmm. actually know how many I've been to, 16, I want to <laughs> say. Um, but I have younger team members that, I mean, they're not even that young. Like people that have worked for IGN for a couple of years that like, mm-hmm. y- you know, like all of us watched E3 from afar. And like, yes, like it's like a motivator to like want to work in this industry. Like yeah. they want to go to E3 and that's like such a formative experience it certainly was for me. And so I feel, um, I definitely feel for those people on my team that you know they were they were in their fields today in slack saying oh my god it's another year that i'm not going to get to attend d 3 and um it's a bummer it's a really special time you know even though it is uh so much work and so much draining for folks that work in this business but it's still a very special experience
0: yeah
1: yeah, it's a good opportunity and and it's really fun with IGN too. Like having worked mm-hmm. at several okay. outlets, like we tend to roll deep, so it's nice to be with a bunch of your um, you know, a bunch of your coworkers, you're brainstorming together, you know, you're checking out games together, you're interviewing people and exchanging stories, people that you've met, things that you've heard, games that you've played, what your experiences were. It's it's a really fun week. So, definitely a bummer.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We s- we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I think as of right now, PAX East is still planning to happen at the end of April. We'll see. I don't know. Like, uh, obviously, I think we've learned the last couple of years, a lot can change in a few months.
1: And DICE is happening? GDC is happening this year?
0: <clears throat> GDC well, is usually in March or February, right?
1: Yeah, right around that pack season because we always do that back to back, either travel or coverage.
0: And GDC is going to do in person, like talks this year?
1: I recall something. I don't entirely remember.
0: What was the, uh, I haven't heard of any um, postmortems. I know
1: DICE is going to be in person. They announced that. Retro
0: games. Well, something may be coming later this year. We don't know yet, uh, but we got more details this week on PSVR 2. Yeah. That's what it's going to be called. It's going to feature an OLED display with a, what, 2000 by 2040 resolution per eye. Which uh, puts it
2: like, as Bo was saying, uh, I know you were there, David, when we were talking yeah. about this, but like really top of the top of the market. Yeah, it's
0: better than, or higher resolution than both Oculus Quest 2 and what the um, Valve Index.
2: But then the although HG's... there is there is a higher res version of the index that, ah. that exists that, okay. that like is you know technically higher, but this is like you know, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm.
0: But they didn't they didn't announce release date or price. They didn't even show us what the headset looked like. So I don't, you know, everything anything like hardware is is difficult to uh get into consumers' hands these days. So I just I don't know if they're gonna be able to ship it this year. But I guess what my question is uh the Oculus Quest 2 has been such a big hit, partly because it has a Huge. nice price and partly because it's a v- ease of use. You don't need a bunch yeah, of wa- wires. Alone. So I just mm. like the last reported sales numbers for PSVR was five million sold in January 2020. So obviously it's mm. sold, you know, more more than that, but like there's almost 120 million PS4s sold. So it's like a small fraction of the audience actually uh bought into PSVR. So like I just, I don't know what it would take to make PSVR 2, you know, uh, competitive with something like Oculus Quest 2. Uh, Connect to PC
3: games? They can't,
0: yeah, exactly.
3: Like, they can't, they can't make and sell PlayStation 5s. So, Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're going to
0: need a PS5 to use this, sir.
3: They're tethered to, they're tied to the success of their game console, which obviously is wildly successful, the most successful PlayStation launch of all time, but yeah. You know, compare that to a device that requires no external hardware, one that requires PC hardware that is in more and more homes every single day. It mm-hmm. uh, it puts the PSVR2 in kind of a tight spot for what its sales potential is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just think it's... It, I think uh, Sony has an interesting challenge ahead of them.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's there, two... Sorry, go ahead, Tina.
1: I was just going to say that there's a lot of, like... PC games too that are a little bit more experimental. You know, there's smaller bite sized experiences. You just get more of a wealth of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there's other applications for VR too. Like I like doing the, there's not enough of them, but I like doing the 360 YouTube videos. Mm. So like walked around Japan at one point of time mm. in, in my Oculus Quest too. So the more that people make content like that, that's more accessible um, for these. Whereas like, you know, for PSVR, like you're pretty attached to the PlayStation. So your options mm-hmm. are more limited.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It um, What's that, Justin? Just the Oculus Quest Two had a gigantic holiday season. I mean, we saw mm-hmm. that in IGN Commerce, and we have access to the data that, like, daily deals readers are buying, and you know, and there's been reporting, like, I think Kotaku and some other folks are reporting mm-hmm. on that this week, like, and even anecdotally in my own family, like, my casual sister got an Oculus Quest Two, like, and she's not. It's like it's re- it's getting on the threshold of that like we ish territory where this device. Just kind of ends its ends up in people's homes um yeah. in kind of a mass market way and uh and you know I, I don't know like justin the gamer that has a playstation 5 and likes latest cutting edge tech yeah' I'm super hyped about the p s v r two I want one um I am skeptical it could compete in the market mm-hmm. as like someone that's a that's a watcher of this industry
0: yeah sony did announce a a, a- a a psvr2 exclusive game what's it horizon Mm -hmm. what's it called horizon call of the mountain Call
1: of the mountain
0: so Mm -hmm. i mean that's a good that's a good start i think you know having exclusive software based on its most popular properties is probably Mm -hmm. a a good strategy um and then i I, I actually think horizon is kind of a cool and interesting game to have in vr because of the scale of the what are they i don't even know what are they called the robots or about dinosaurs? Just the robo the robo <laughs> That's what they call them, mm-hmm. right? Um, I love
3: that the PSVR2 only has one cable that you plug mm-hmm. in instead of the original PSVR. We're like, you know, people over exaggerate it, make it sound like some nightmare to hook up. But like yeah. every little thing that's in your way of putting that headset on your face, it adds up. Mm-hmm. So just a single cable to plug in, and you're good to go. Like you know, that's really appetizing and appealing
0: mm-hmm.
2: for high end VR like that.
0: Sam, what do you think? Less
3: to trip over.
2: PSVR two, I, I I think it's impressive that they're coming out swinging with the highest tech. Like that's really yeah. powerful from a gaming company. Everybody else making these headsets, with the exception, I guess, of, uh, of Valve, which is you know making games in some semblance, um, are are you know not capable of like making these like first party exclusives that would be like huge for that. And by the way, I think Half Life will definitely come to uh, PSVR. Um, so like, yeah, I yeah so. like I, they would have to like draw people in with exclusives and then just like high tech. And that's just like a smaller uh, audience, but like, it's a pretty cool one. I mean, I can't wait to see it on my, on my eyeballs. It sounds amazing. <laughs> some, some of that tech in there is like be, beyond just resolution is, is really cool. There's like the, um, inside out camera stuff. So like hmm. there's been like per- persistent problems with VR technology, with eyeball tracking, And uh, getting really close to like what you're seeing and when you're when you're actually looking around in meet space, um, it has that in it. And like, I can't wait to try that out. Um, The eyeball like moves at some like really like kind of terrifying speed. So it's like it's taken like a lot of technology and innovation to figure out how to like do eyeball tracking. And I don't think this can even do all the things that we'll be able to do soon. But like that makes a difference for looking up and down and, you know, looking around while you're making expressions. Your eyes go all over the place. They dart around. And that's a part <laughs> of vision. That's a part of immersion. And, um, you know, Oculus 2 doesn't have that. So, like, I want to see VR get better. And so that's why I'm interested in this. Um, but I, I think I, I was, like, shocked that so many people I knew got an Oculus 2 over this holiday. I yeah. totally had that same thing happen. It's
3: a
0: huge it's holiday too.
2: gift this year. Yep.
0: Sam, do you still have the Godzilla pinball machine in your garage? Yeah. It's like I can touch it for, can you, for next week. Can you set it up behind you? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's easy. I'll just move, <laughs> move one of those 000. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should actually. I mean,
2: I, I need to change I the bank behind. The thing is, is that right now um, I have that and then Punk, the Punk themed pinball machine from 1982. Right. Right. And then two games folded up. And so that's why they're off camera right now, because I'm out of space in the uh, garage zone. So I got to kind of if I can move it around to be in the background, I can.
0: Okay, and that brings us to video game 20 questions. Oh, well, first, but well, first of all, we have some stats. Uh, we have some end of the year stats from how you all performed in 2021. Oh, and these come from Greg Kelly. All oh, sorts we- of interesting stats. So in the year 2021, you played 57 games of video game 20 questions. You won 41% and that gives you a win rate of 72%. That's pretty good. Man. Mm-hmm. You're good your quickest 57 win seems weird i guess it's 50 50 something plus the
2: extras that we did for 100 questions
0: yeah yes i think so uh your quickest win was in episode 646 you got castlevania 2 simon's quest in eight questions yeah a classic longest winning streak was 12 episodes episode 648 to 654 your My longest
1: god that 13 game don't remind <laughs> me damon yeah, i was
2: gonna say one of our stats is one dirty trick
1: yeah seriously
0: <laughs> and then your longest losing streak was five whoa so, that's so a, a long streak wow. yeah. that's over a month wow. just over a month right I remember yeah
1: that. the KD is still looking healthy I'm okay with it
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, so he says this is Greg Kelly again he's from Boston-ish Massachusetts he says one final fun video game 20 questions stacked end on 1,007 questions were asked in 2021 we were
1: very inquisitive last yeah. year
0: So his challenge to you is to end up asking less less than 1,000 questions this year. Fewer than 1,000 questions this year.
2: So our meta is beating our total score from last year.
1: Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you keep track again, Greg Kelly. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that was really cool. Thanks for sending that in. Yeah. It means a lot. He has provided some stats about himself. He says I've been listening since two thousand eight. I was finishing college at the time. It was the perfect show to keep me going through finals. I used to live in San Francisco before moving to Boston, so I've attended multiple GameScoop live shows over the Ooh. years. Oh. I was very happy to be able to attend your PAX East 2020 panel before the oh, world nice. shut down.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
0: Years ago, I ran into Damon at a Trader Joe's in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I also ran into Sam at an airport on the way back from my honeymoon in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. I remember, I uh, remember that makes talking sense. to you then. That was, a, that was <laughs> quite a shock. And then he says, I have two young kids close in ages to Damon's. I very much enjoy the video game parenting uh, stories and tips from Damon and Justin. Keep them coming. I thought that was I, very nice.
1: Well, you, you don't like aunt and uncle tips from <laughs> Sam and Tina. Come on. <laughs> yeah,
2: seriously, seriously, that um, doesn't hit I, the same. Yeah. I, uh, I had a buy fun, them
1: gifts. That's our tip.
2: <laughs> I had a couple of GameScoop rec, uh, recognizings. It happens, you know, at the at the arcade. I'm at a lot, um, but sometimes on the street. And it's happened a few times on the street in the past month. I'm not exaggerating. A few times. Mm. And one, one of the times, like I was walking pretty fast, like get to a bus or something. And I went back. He went by, he's like, he did like that, like a you know, double take or something. And he was like, IGN, scoop. And then just started like, like, kind of like jogging a little bit faster down the street. It's great.
0: I um, just uh, started with the, I found a new barber down here in actually Hermosa Beach. And I sat down in the chair for the first time. And he puts the little thing around my neck. And he's like, So this is weird, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like yeah. that one bit. But that I happened. know you
1: from your music. Well,
0: then I yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> but then it puts me in such an awkward. I am Like God, now I have to tip him even more than I normally would. <laughs> we had
2: uh, that happened to me. Think about his tongue. position. He has to get yeah. your hair exactly <laughs> like it's supposed to be, in yeah, and then he has to mm-hmm. scoop it all up and keep it and sell yeah. it on eBay. Uh-huh, uh-huh,
3: He's uh-huh.
1: got to put a hat on you, make sure you still look good.
3: <laughs> That's right. It's yeah. two haircuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I I got recognized at with a bank teller, and I'm like, like it's like okay, well, now you know know (laughs) what my paycheck
4: is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's weird. No, that's extra
0: odd. Anyway, (laughs) this week's twenty questions suggestion comes from Ray. That's all the information we have. With that said, let the questioning begin. It must have been a good
3: one. How do you spell Ray?
0: R A Y. Got it.
3: That doesn't count as one of our 20 questions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it wasn't a yes, no, so... Yeah,
4: that's true. Do you think this is New Year's themed?
1: Yeah, I was thinking, but, like, are there a lot of New Year's themes and games?
3: There's that PS2 fireworks game.
1: (laughs) I guess there's events.
2: Yeah, I've only spent an Animal Crossing years. Um... Oh, how missed, about this? I missed well, the Animal
4: Crossing
1: First question. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true they do that. Um, how about this uh Damon first question, is there a meta to this game?
0: Uh, no. Okay, so yeah. there
1: you go. We can stop guessing. <laughs>
0: Just a classic game, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: Uh, is this from the last is this from this century? Yes. Uh, is there is multiplayer a prominent component to this game?
0: No.
2: I never thought to ask this before, and it's totally fine, because we're not allowed to ask alph- alphabetical questions, so just let me know if this is not okay. But we could ask, did this come out in an even year?
1: <laughs> oh, God, are you going to remember that specifically?
2: I mean, <laughs> or some games. Out of the Mind Palace? I, th- I
3: think Sam's Mind Palace works differently than mine. <laughs> mine's just, okay. mine's yeah. just chaos up there.
0: <laughs> well, I won't ask it, but let me know if that would be allowed. Yeah, I think so. Because if you can ask if it came out after January 1st, 2000, I don't think there's so much difference. Mm-hmm.
4: And yeah, you, you wouldn't have to follow more
2: up with...
1: Plus that's helpful. Plus, I can digest that information more easily because I do not have an extensive Mind Palace as yours.
2: And, uh, well then, Damon, you wouldn't follow that up with, uh, what do you mean by even, right? No, um, I wouldn't. Zero. <laughs>
4: Um. All right. What? <laughs> this is already really Got weird. Uh, this is a game have three D graphics. <laughs> yes.
3: Was this game uh, originally an exclusive to one platform?
2: Yes, that's five. Oh, exclusive. Okay. And what was the multiplayer answer? It was not the focus. I.
1: Yeah, yeah. I asked pr- if it was prominent, because then we probably wouldn't remember if it had some, like, one-off thing that nobody cared about, so yeah, I made it more yeah. specific.
2: Okay. W-
3: was this game exclusive to a PlayStation platform? No.
1: Did you say platform or console for your first question related to that,
3: Justin?
4: Uh, I said exclusive to a platform.
1: Okay.
3: Now we know it's not PlayStation.
1: Mm-hmm. Should we just go down the list? Yes. Is so it yeah. Xbox?
3: Yes. I, there oh, we cool.
4: go. It <laughs> so significantly
3: all, narrows it. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It's uncommon. Um, but all the Xboxes came out after 2000, <clears throat> so it could be any of them.
4: Or no. Well, whatever. The 360 has time work. <laughs> Maybe it's Psychonauts. Um, oh, no, that came out for PS2 at the time. I just played it. In um. us mm, so, can you drive this? vehicles in this Good. game?
0: Can you drive vehicles in this game? No.
2: That eliminates oh. so many Xbox. Yeah, so, so. it really
3: does. It's not
4: Crimson Skies. It's not Halo. It's not <laughs> uh, It's not Forza. It's oh, not yeah, Project same. Gotham. Could be Psychonauts. <laughs> but it wasn't an exclusive. I was wrong about that. But Psychonauts 2
2: is. That's true.
1: It's also on PC. Does that count? it's still platform exclusive platform not exclusive console i
3: don't know
1: microsoft really confused this whole 20 questions thing
3: they really their, did uh cross-platform
1: accessibility <laughs> yeah they did it specifically to spite mm-hmm. us <laughs> yeah.
3: was this game originally released on the xbox 360 mm. yes got it
1: was uh, it an arcade game no specifically
4: no that's ten.
2: Did it have uh, Kinect controls? No. As if
1: we
4: would remember. Was this game <laughs> developed or published by a Microsoft studio? Yes. Is it third-person perspective? Yes. Okay, so it's, maybe it's like one of the launch games, like Cameo or Perfect Night, Or Gears or something? Oh, no. Yeah, Gears was third
3: party at the time, even though it was exclusive. But That's why I was thinking the exact same thing.
2: Can you pilot mm. a vehicle. I don't. Rem- yeah, I can't. Yeah, the answer was Gears. no. No, but in so, Gears, can you? Not the original.
3: Well, no. You're like There's riding out a tank is, at one point. Yeah, you're getting in and out of tanks and stuff, but I don't think you're driving it around.
4: Mm. Um. Yeah, Cameo is pretty good. Wait, it was third person. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, was this game rated M or up? Um,
0: hmm.
2: You can Google them.
0: Surely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say surely not. Let me check. Real you can't quick. just turn
4: on swears. Mm. All shooters. Uh, OK.
0: Are... You asked if it is rated M. Yeah, or up, M or M. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any anything is.
1: There's very limited up. <laughs> games that are.
4: More uh, but than the that, answer, yeah.
0: The answer is no. Not rated M or up. So with that. Oh, yeah. old...
1: Go ahead. I was just going to remind ourselves. We asked about if it was third party, and it was right.
3: No, it was. It was not.
1: It w- it was not third party.
3: Yes, yes. Okay. So it could so, be a rare game. Yeah, Banjo Three E cameo. What about uh, Ninja Gaiden? Those are Tecmo, yeah. Those
2: they were... are Xbox, Xbox also. Oh yeah, you're right. But also Tecmo. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I'm this... sure there was a 360 one. I don't want to eliminate it because of that. Is this a rare? Is this game developed by Rare?
0: No, and that's 15. Ah, oh,
4: so not your piñatas. What was Cameo? Who made Cameo? That was rare, right? Am I allowed to look I mean, that up? <laughs>
2: I, I because they made Perfect Dark that same window, so I don't. I think it was. Them. I mean, maybe it was. I don't remember oh, who yeah. else
4: was making games for Microsoft at the time. Bungie. Yeah, but they only made Halo back then. Mm.
2: Um, was this more of a like an earlier launch window game?
0: What do you consider to be the launch window for the 360? First year. No.
4: Oh crap. <laughs> There
2: goes everything. So we have to think about um, the. What was look, my,
3: yeah, I'm, Microsoft Game Studios or a Microsoft Studio, but not rare.
4: No vehicles. Third person. Kind of for kids, but nope. not
2: connectables. Well, even though everybody laughed at my connect question.
4: Yeah, no connect.
1: Why kind of for kids? Because of the rating question.
4: Yeah, T for teen <laughs> or lower. It's just not going to be a shooter. Or if it is, it's going to be a non-violent one, which there could be. And then it's not
2: an arcade game. Like, this is all crazy.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, does this game have sequels? No. Oh. I'm sure I own this
3: game. I'm sure it's one that's back <laughs> in my closet there. I had all those first-party 360 games.
4: Fable 3? Business. And they were also third-party at the time. I mean- Um. What was Hold Microsoft on. Game Hold Studios? on. <laughs> Sorry. Does the scale equals? Yes. Sorry. Oh. <clears throat> uh. We don't really know. I'm picturing like
3: a character action game, but just because it's third person, like what it about, could be anything.
2: What about the Japanese? games from that era like Blue Dragon and Panzer Dragoon and stuff like that. Blue That's Dragon was Square good. though. Panzer Dragoon would be Sega, right? Or But they may that. have published them.
3: Microsoft may have published Blue Dragon. And Blue Dragon was not Square, it was um uh what do you call it? Like Mistwalker or whatever it was, the offshoot. Maybe it was Square. I think it's Square Enix. was this game developed in Japan? Yes.
4: Yeah. That has to so be
3: there is a few of those. Yeah, there was Blue Dragon and then there was um that not Lost Odyssey, not actually yeah. Odyssey. Eternal think...
2: whatever it's called. Is this uh oh, I don't even it's know. It's probably Blue Dragon. Yeah. Is this an RPG?
0: How many yes. questions do we have? That's it. Yeah, is it an RPG? <laughs> yes, and now you have oh. a guess.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Blue cool Dragon.
0: Yeah, it's probably Blue Dragon. <laughs>
3: let's do let's it. Run Sam, you got us there. I know, but I'm I'm just trying to think if there's a... Is
1: there any other possibilities?
3: Yeah, there is that other one that came out. They had two big JRPG exclusives, so it's, it's probably Blue Dragon. Okay,
2: yeah, is this Blue Dragon? It sure is. Oh, yeah. 20 questions. <laughs> uh, oh. Mis- oh, look how janky this looks now. That's so funny. Yeah.
0: 2007, part of a big push Ooh. to get Xbox... So second year. Uh, ...popular in, well, the... The, I mean, remember it 360 was released in 2005. Uh, yeah. Part yeah. of Xbox's attempts to get, gain traction in the Japanese market. There was this, this one. This game and was a huge deal. Eternal Sonata set that, the, what, that's that one? the one that's I was one? trying to, that I was reaching for. Yeah. On yeah. 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 yeah the Car- and then there was a sequel art. on DS yeah. that, That's why yeah. I, that's why I was, uh, I originally thought mm. there was no sequel, but yeah.
3: This game was made by a dream team. Like the character art was done by Akira Toriyama who did all the Dragon Ball character art. You're, You're right like, about Mistwalker. Yeah. Um yeah, and you know Mistwalker, all the JRPG greats from Square Enix spun off. Um and then you know, I, I never played this game. By all accounts, it was like pretty okay, but it just never never seemed
0: to catch on. IGN gave it a seven point nine. A seven point <laughs> nine it Yeah. Classic. 7.9 is worse than a seven. That's that's the whole joke about 7.9. <laughs>
1: that's why we got rid of them.
0: So Blue Dragon is right. equally as good as Mario Kart Double Dash. Yeah, <laughs> that might be fair. <laughs> uh nicely job, everybody. So 20 questions. Now you just need to keep your other guesses down to less than 980.
3: Well, or a 57 game
0: streak would be nice too, right? Yeah. Yep, well
1: we true. need to know what the average we need to hit per episode is, so we'll do some Ooh. math.
2: Yeah, okay. well, We don't know how many
3: episodes we're recording.
1: Yeah, roughly, yeah.
0: Oh, real quick, my show and tell. I got a couple of video game books for Christmas. The uh, Hardcore Gaming 101 Guide to Beat'em Ups. Aw, cool. And it starts with like the, the Kunio Kun uh, game. So it starts with Renegade, actually. Goes up through the you know, River City Ransom and Double Dragon. Sam, you know the game Target Renegade for NES? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever played it? I, I own it. it was- I don't remember <laughs> what it's like. I you know, it has a uh, very recognizable box art to me. I've never played it, but this was okay. a British-developed sequel to on. Renegade, because oh. the original Renegade was actually pretty popular in Europe on computers. Mm-hmm. So it was developed for European computers in the eighties, and then it was ported to the NES. But it wasn't made by Taito, the makers of. That's uh, like that's Renegade. like
2: Metal Gear, the first Metal yeah. Gear game. Yeah, it was on like and Japanese MSX yeah. computers. MSX, like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then I got the NES endings compendium. which Whoa. just shows just you just dis- splash screens from the endings. Spoilers. Yeah, just shows you the, the ending games. So spoilers yep. Goonies, too. I love that ending. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was a big
2: deal good. to see these big graphics at the end of the games. I know, yep. I know. Mario sleeping in bed, too.
0: I love yep. it. So this goes to the years 85 to 88. It's pretty cool. Blaster uh-huh. Master is in here. Oh, my gosh. Love it. I love that year span too, because there's going to be some janky stuff in '85. He's playing This is he Blaster said, Master. Oh, Blaster Master! So a very, very Mega Man-ish end screen. Yeah, before Mega Man. Yeah. All right, that's all the scoops that we have for you this week for the first episode of the year. Uh, thank you to Sam. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Justin. Thank you to Mariahn working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. Um, I'm excited for a whole new year of scoops with everyone out there in Scoop Nation. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out.
4: We did it.
1: Did we?